Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One of the great benefits of a four-day test match, not only a historic victory for England, one of the greatest away victories of all time, but a day off. <laughs> and we get to explore the city of Hyderabad. This is Ashok, our tuk-tuk driver. He's going to take us to see... <laughs> I am from Hyderabad. This is from Marriott Total. I am from this tuk-tuk driver, sir. Huh? We are going to see... Ashok's going to take us to go and see a massive, massive statue statue of Dr. B.R. Ambedkar, who uh, was one of the famous sons of uh, the city of Hyderabad. Hami, and then we're going to see a statue of the Buddha on this lovely lake which our, on which our hotel resides. And then we are going to take wherever Ashok takes us. Yeah, you're going to take us. I'm just worried that my legs aren't getting in there. <laughs> I think you're going to struggle getting in there, but getting me in there as well. So I think we're going to have to put the bag on this side with you just to balance the weight out, I think. <laughs> Let's see how we get on. I mean, the thing about um, reflecting on the test match after a good night's sleep, I had a good night's sleep. I think you went for a beer with... Uh, with uh, You were invited to the England team, weren't you? You were invited to the, join their celebrations. Yeah, I got, a, I got a, a phone call to say, do you fancy a beer with a, a couple of former teammates? So it was great. Honestly, I was... When, when the game finished last yesterday... I'm not sure what emotion I had. My body was like, it was like no more was words coming out as usual and not all of them made sense. But it was, it was a disbelief that not only did England win, but in the manner of the win, it was just, a, it was mind boggling. It was, it was brilliant. So um, I went over, seen Collie, seen Trez last night and had a few beers and, and really enjoyed what was just talking about was a victory that's going to be talked about for years to come. Not only about you know, whatever happens in this series whether England win the series or England lose the series the Hyderabad test match first test match of the 2024 series will be talked about for the next 20-30 years 100, 190 behind 190 behind on first innings 196 for Ollie Pope 7 for 62 for Tom Hartley on debut after going at 10 and over in the, in the first innings um, it just shows you what character this team's got there's one small record uh, set amongst the TalkSport team which we haven't mentioned. That's that uh, Harmy and I were on for the last stint, uh, which, which took uh, over half an hour. And um, then they claimed the extra half an hour, <laughs> which went to eight. So, so I think we did 
a commentary centre about an hour and 20 minutes. But, um, Hami, uh, what's make, becoming obvious to me is that we, we were very, very excited and we knew that history was being made. But it was only after reading comments and, and the records broken that the full impact of just how unusual that victory was, as you, I mean, the numbers themselves, it just, it's never, ever happened. The largest deficit a touring team has overcome on first innings to win a test match was 62 runs, and that wasn't in the subcontinent. Yeah. It's just, it just shows you what this team is, and a lot of people will be saying, you know, a lot of people were thinking, you know, a lot of people had tickets out of here, dear three, a lot of people were booking golf for dear four and dear five. Nobody, and I say nobody, I reckon one person. I reckon there was one person in the world at the end of first innings, 190 deficit, thought England could win that <laughs> test match. And unfortunately for England, it was the most important person because I still believe that Ben thought he could win. And that's the mentality that Ben's got, Ben, ben and Brendan have got, but Ben's got to deliver that on the field. And you talk about Tom Hartley and the, the struggles that he, that he had in the first innings. He spoke after the game about the dressing room looking after him and getting round him and the appreciation he had for, for, for his teammates. This is such a great group, such a res, you know, the resilience in this group to come back from what, from anything basically. Um, that's what makes it brilliant and it's because of largely down to the med to believe they can they feel 10 foot tall because of their leader and the leadership group that they've got. So I think from that, 190 behind it's like still again that's why it's like <laughs> motionless at the end because of disbelief on what they've just achieved and I don't think it really still don't think it's really sunk in OK a little bit earlier on um, another one of your teammates Mark Wood uh, was uh, you went to see him this morning to, to set him up for an interview with uh, the TalkSport breakfast team the calmness within the group and actually in the dressing room I think Stokesy and, and Baz McCullum are so inspirational in the way they speak um, even when we were behind in the game there was a calmness in the dressing room about you know right what's the play the next thing we almost tried to take the I guess the result out of it and it was more the method in which we were trying to play and never did I think that I guess that Pope would be so proactive in the way that he played to just take the scoreboard out of it and just keep playing and playing the way he did and at no point actually did I think that he, he looked in trouble which is an unbelievable thing to say on the type of wicket that we were playing on against the quality of opposition and even at the end of the game now, the chat in the dressing room isn't sort of, oh, you know, we're on top of the world. It was, you know, when we have good days, very level. When we have bad days, very level. Um, and we, we've enjoyed last night. But as well, we know, you know, a bit of perspective. There's four games to go. But it's nice to, you know, shut some of those doubters up, I guess. Yeah, well, it was a great start. I mean, just looking at some of the starts before, <clears throat> India had 143 of 46 or 47 at home. It's a remarkable record at home. They'd never been beaten when they'd taken a second innings lead of 100 into it. And you need things to go your way, obviously, when you go to a place like that. And they certainly did. You mentioned Ollie Pope's 196, which was ridiculous. Tom Hartley, I think, I think it was 7 for 62, after being hit for a 6 in his first ball in his first innings. And then there was Stokes' run out, which was just absolutely ridiculous, mate. Mm, he's a freak, Stokes, to be honest. I, you know, <laughs> he's just had knee surgery and then he's, he's pulling off st uh, stunts like that. So that was a massive turning point in the game. A uh, little bit on Hartley, I think, you know, not just the fact that he came back with and shown that character, but he was on debut as well. Yeah. Imagine like all the emotions of the, it's your first game, you know, you're taking in everything, the, the Barmy Army, the, the crowd, the India's, you know, really loud in general when, the, when they get going. 
Um, they even just knock a one like a single and they go mental. So, um, you know, he's taken all this in. He's had a you know a tough start. They've, they've got after him, but then he's shown that sort of carrot at a comeback. And I mean, phenomenal performance really. He's, he's basically bowled it to a victory. Um, and you know, that'll, you'll never forget that. It'll never be taken away from him. Um, amazing achievement. I mean, it was absolutely staggering. What, what did the boys <clears throat> say to Tom Hartley after that um, that opening spell in the match? Was was there anything you could say to try and lift him? Well, like I, like I mentioned, the dressing room was calm. So even when we were, we were batting, it was calm. Same with the ball. And, you know, we, we chat when we come off. What can we do better? Um, maybe a little bit of tactics. But actually, I, th- I felt like the fact that Stokes, he kept him on and kept him bowling, showed faith in him that even when it was tough, he could have easily took him off and then other captains could bowl him at easier times. But he always bowled him at the tough times or when we needed a wicket or something was going on. It seemed that Hartley then got the ball. Unfortunately, Leachy got um, injured, um, banged his knee, and it was humongous. I've never seen anything like it. But So that meant that Hartley had to become the main spinner. So then yeah. almost it was just it was quite tough for him in the fact that he had to take that on his shoulders. And I think that shows immense character, really. We did what with the, the, the wicket, clearly the wicket for the, the, the spinners. You said Tom Hartley was unbelievable. Um, was there was there anything in the wicket at all for guys like yourself? Judging by the amount of wickets I got, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, was. I, I didn't mean that, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, I think um, Bumrah was the one that he really. I mean, he's done me dirty, really, hasn't he? I mean, he got four wickets and bowled like an absolute genius, and I couldn't get one off the straight. So um, he hasn't he hasn't helped me out there. But uh, I think it was a, it was a tough wicket, obviously, for for Seema. You had to really pick those moments where the ball was either reversing or you felt you could get something out of it. But uh, more of a spinner's wicket. I'm not sure what we're going to get in the next place because obviously they've got three high quality spinners but we've we've just matched them in this game yeah. so it certainly gives them something to think about um, and we, we've got backup we've got James Anderson on the bench yeah. you know, waiting to come in as well so you know we, we're pretty confident and, and we, we've proved and hopefully we've had India have a think about how they're going to go about things Brilliant um, I, I Tell me Mark does, does Joe Root mix with the bowlers these days is he regarding himself as a bowler <laughs> batsman rather than the other way around yeah, he's trying to say that he's in the bowlers' union. I'm not quite <laughs> sure he can, he can get in there yet, like, but uh, yeah, he did well. Well, I want to ask you briefly again about the, about the mindset. You mentioned that there's a calmness about the team, you know, which Stokes and, and Brendan seem to have, have got involved in, and everything seems calm. Is there an element of trying to do the opposite with the opposition? Because within your calmness, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at India yesterday, certainly with the bar, and they're, and they're doing things coming down the wicket having swipes and you know getting stumped and things like that you put pressure on an opposition even as great as a home nation like India and they'll make mistakes I think exactly right Ali um, yeah I think that's what we did I think we put the pressure back on them with the bat and I think that's what you know Stokes and Brennan's philosophy is all about it's that you know there might be moments in the game where we have to soak up pressure and take take it on the chin, but when there's a chance to put it back on the opposition, we that's when we take. It's worth the risk almost. We try and take the the result and the outcome out of it, and it allows lads to play with freedom. Almost right. This is the way that we're going to play. When there's a chance, let's put it back on them and and take. If we've got to take a risk, for, you know, so be it. But you know, the rewards will come with that. Yeah. I mean, just finally, Mark, you realise, of course, now expectation has changed so you're going into the second test there's still no Coley for them of course Jadeja looks like he might miss it uh, as well do you see this as a big opportunity to put yourself in a real winning position in the series yes I, I, yeah I think so I mean there's, there's self-belief in the group um, I don't see why you know what, what we go out there to win um, like I said it's more important about the way that we try and 
and play the cricket. I think that's, you know, if we, if we were to lose yesterday's game, I think we'd still be having the same chats in the dressing room about what we did well, um, how we went about things, Popey's knock. Um, so, yes, there is an opportunity there. We know that they're really strong. You know, a bit of perspective. I know we've won one game, but they're really hard to beat in these conditions. So, um, it's going to take another mammoth effort, but we're up for it. One of the aims at the start of their leadership tenure for Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum was to make the players feel 10 foot tall, to make them feel that anything was possible, which is why we're standing here. It's Dr. B. R. Ambedkar, the writer of the Constitution of India, the greatest democracy in the world. They tell us it took him two years, 11 months and 18 days to write the Constitution uh, back in, 19, I think it was 1936, 1938. But um, a, a wonderful, fantastic achievement. I'll tell you what, you know, Harmi, there's a few people around the world who've got statues. But when you've written the, the constitution of the greatest democracy in the world, he deserves to have that. That's one of it's, the biggest statues in the world. It's one of the biggest I've seen. It's grandeur. It's massive. He looks like he's got my trousers on, but he's a short fellow with, with my trousers on. But uh, he, he, again, you're talking about Ben Stokes and, and Brendan McCollum. The feel-good factor, what it feels like to play for this team, what it's like to go in that dressing room. You must feel that big when you walk in the dressing room and when Ben speaks, when Brendan speaks, when senior players speak. You know, Jimmy Anderson was on the field for the short period yesterday, but you could see that you know, when, he, when he came on the field, see the young lads going up to him and talking to him about different things in the game. That's what icons we've got in that dressing room. And because of the environment they've set, they're standing as tall as this, the, the fellow behind us. Just having a look, Harmy, what do you think? Leg spinning all rounder? No, he's got to be a batter. He's got to be a batter. Yeah, he's, if he's if he's bright enough to write the constitution, <laughs> and he's educated enough to write the constitution, who it's on good. earth would be a fast bowler? There's not many. There's not many brain cells when it comes to fast bowling department. So, I think he might have a few more than what a fast bowler needs or a spin bowler needs. So, I definitely think he's probably a number three, a number four batter, a one, from an education point of view. But probably the Indians could do with. But on day four in the afternoon I think the reality is he didn't have time to play cricket no I don't think he did <laughs> this was Ben Stokes talking to Andrew McKenna after the, ga- after the game uh, yes, last night Ben Stokes five days ago we spoke and I said to you that India have lost three games in the last 45 here and it was going to be tough well you've knocked that on the head you've beaten them in four days and you've done it coming from 190 runs down on first innings wow what a performance um, yeah I mean well tough that was tough, you know. We had to be incredibly tough as a team, uh, tough as individuals, to to allow us to be standing here talking in this manner. Um, you know, coming away from here with, with the victory, just incredible. You know, going into our second innings with the bat being 190 runs behind, that's a very very tough ask to to be stood here now, especially against India, given you know their unbelievable record um, in home conditions. So. Yeah, look, it's been an unbelievable four days. Uh, couldn't be more proud of, of what we've managed to go there and achieve. And, you know, obviously some amazing and special individual performances. You know, Ollie Pope and Tom Hartley, obviously the standouts there. But, um, yeah, look, it's got to enjoy moments like this. Um, four more games left. Um, you know, we know we've got a, still got a very, very tough ask on our hands. Has it sunk in yet? We're, what, half an hour or so after the, the final wicket has gone down? This is, surely this is going to take some time to genuinely settle in for you to realise just, just what's happened. Um, I think uh, myself, the uh, sort of I don't know, personality and, and um, character I am, I'm, I feel like I'm quite good at staying pretty level as a, as a person through, whether that be 
personal performances, team performances, and because you know, obviously, my main goal is is what I think is the best for the team. Um, and yeah, look, I've got four more games to, to try and get the best out of this team, try and get the best out of the individuals, and as long as I can keep doing that, um, that's what I'll try and focus on. But there's no doubt that I know what we've achieved. Um, but you know, I know, as I said before, I know we've still got four games left. If I mean, you've played played in some incredible Test matches. If we're having a sliding scale, how high is this one up on that list? Uh, since becoming captain, this is number one. Given where we were in the game, who we've played against, um, and yeah, just I don't want to say inexperienced because it makes it sound like that's the most one of the, like a very very vital thing. But I just think it's character, skill, and desire to, to win I think are, are unbelievable traits that you need at the international level and that's certainly what we've got out here um, so yeah look, I'm, I'm incredibly proud that I'm sort of trying my best to be able to bring everybody's talent out with them um, as much as I possibly can without fearing or worrying about what repercussions could be like if things don't go well um, I think Tom Hartley's a great example of that throughout this test match obviously um, a tough first innings with the ball, but he just kept on coming back, coming back, and coming back. You know that shows unbelievable character. He ends up walking away with seven for in, in the fourth innings and nine for the match. So that's a very, very, very impressive debut. And I don't know if you know, that's actually the second best figures by an England spinner on debut. The seven for that's a heck of a, as you say, a turnaround from the first innings. Um, yeah, and I guess to, to don't want to. I guess it shows that allowing and giving people confidence to I don't know just back themselves and, and showing them that you know I've picked you because I believe in you goes a long way and if you just keep coming back the next ball you let what's going go focus on what's coming next you know it's amazing what you can achieve a word about Ollie Pope back into the side after injury and that 196 he wasn't unfortunately he couldn't get the double hundred but it was worth so many more than than 196 to the team yeah well, I think it's pretty, you know, he'll go, oh, I've got 196 in India, and they'll be like, oh, how'd you get out? Did you, like, nick one off or get bowled through the gate? I think it's pretty cool. He can say, no, I tried to reverse sweep Jasper Bumra and got bowled. So, um, but, no, look, um, I've said it a couple of times already, but I've been, you know, lucky enough to witness some amazing Joe Root innings in subcontinent conditions. Um, that's, that's number one. That was just amazing where we were in the game, the way in which he played on that wicket. You know, no one sort of knew... I don't think anyone had a real understanding of how to properly go about it, but the way in which Ollie committed to what he wanted to do, I think, is the most impressive thing. Um, and look, it's it's been against Ashwin, Jadeja, Axel Patel. That's a very, very, very special knock. Just finally, you've touched on it a couple of times. This is only match number one of a five-match series. Now it's about following it up. Four years ago in the COVID series, of course, you won the first and then lost the next three. Great to get one, but, but it's only one. Yeah, it's only one. Um, but look, we've we'll be taking the same attitude the same mindset into every game this series and then every game and every other series in the future um, that's all I can ask of the team um, you know before before we started the series obviously coming on the back of a you know very very successful two years um, sometimes as a, an individual and as a team you can start to expect results um, but one thing I asked of everyone here was just can we stick to the, the process without being emotionally attached to the outcome um, and that's what I want us to keep focusing on um, for the rest of this tour and then obviously however long I've got this amazing job That was Ben Stokes uh, challenging Andrew McKenna uh, after play yesterday um, the magnitude of England's achievements 
is just beginning to sink in, Harmy, for, for most people, really sink in. But I don't think the enormity of Ben Stokes' leadership will really be fully appreciated, probably until he's finished playing. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair and a true reflection of where Ben Stokes' captaincy lies in, in the world game. And I, I don't think Ben will care about that. And I don't think his team cares about that. I think it's while his team believes in him, they can do the unthinkable things, the unimaginable things like they did over the course of the last four days. And I think that's what he's the message he's driving. The message that this new regime's driving is to make sure that we enjoy what we're doing. We be the best versions of ourselves. We are true to ourselves and our beliefs and why we love the game and the freedom we want to play with the game. And if that comes with victories, so be it. But if it doesn't, we're gonna. That that is the best way and the best outlook to get you know, the other the other the most out of our skill sets. And for me, at this minute in time, it's working. And until people around the world understand how to combat Stokes' thinking from a captaincy point of view and leadership point of view, um, they'll they'll come unstuck. And I think India came unstuck yesterday because I don't think they realised that they can't do it. Baseball can't work in India. Well, that's been said so many times. I've been guilty of that probably on more than one occasion. <laughs> Put my foot in it a couple of times before we even come out here. But when you look at it, that was brilliant. Last, this last week was brilliant. And it's largely down to the belief and the leadership that Stokes has, has given these, these 15, 16 England cricketers that have performed for him over the course of his tenure as captain. One of the players I think who's benefited most <clears throat> from, from the faith and belief and the, the confidence that Ben Stokes projects onto all of his players is Ollie Pope. Um, I, I think that uh, being appointed vice-captain is an enormous weight of responsibility and one that he could possibly do without, to be honest. But um, <clears throat> that innings was truly extraordinary and, and the things that Ben said about it. We, we thought that Joe Root was being a little immodest when he said that that was the best innings he'd ever seen. Well, <laughs> Ben confirmed it. Yeah, Ben confirmed it. When Joe said it, I didn't really believe him because Ollie was on about 120, not out, in the way he was talking. I, I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant innings, don't get me wrong. But then by the, by the middle of the next afternoon, it was. It was, the, it was one of the best innings you've ever seen away from home. It'll go down, like I said earlier, it'll go down as one of, for me, one of the, um, I think one of the very, very best test matches of all time away from home from England, largely down to the fact that Ollie Pope took the game by the scruff of the neck rode his luck between 0 and 20 like everybody does and I thought that his his balance of, of innings which would be rotation of strike um, running between the wicket fitness levels and his also ability to hit boundaries um, which culminate in all round what will truly go down as one of the best innings that you'll ever see away from home from an English player If and when uh, Ben Stokes is injured and Oli has to take over the captaincy I think the best thing that he can hope for is that Ben's in the in the changing room with <laughs> giving him hand signals. <laughs> I, I tell you what, from an injury point of view, Ben's going to have to break something really substantial to miss games for test matches. It took him 50 days to get over a, a knee operation, and he looks a million dollars at it. So um, it's going to take something drastically, drastically to go wrong with Ben's body. Okay, um, Scott Taylor's doing a brilliant job with the camera. He's trying to hold it as steady as possible. Ashok is driving as if he's got uh, 48 dozen eggs in the back. He's trying not to break them. He's driving very cautiously. But um, 
<laughs> we'll get there eventually. Let's hear from Ollie Pope. He was also speaking to Andrew McKenna after the after the game. Ollie, congratulations! An incredible Test match win, an incredible innings for yourself. How are you feeling? Uh, very happy we're over the line. I mean, I, I enjoyed yesterday. I walked off the pitch happy with how I played. Um, but I mean, when you, if you don't do it in a winning cause, it doesn't mean anywhere near as much. So to go over the line today uh, is such a good feeling. Let's look at it, the team thing first of all. To come to India and win a Test match is hard. You've just done it in four days, having been 190 behind on first innings. I mean, that's just not possible. That's not cricket. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're trying to sort of defeat all odds. Um, and I think the way the, the management, Stokesy, sort of leads from the front in the changing room allows us to come from come from so far behind in the game. And I think what we've pulled off this week, we're going to really enjoy. Um, I think it's probably not quite sunk in yet, what we've done. Um, obviously, playing India and India's, they're, they're a beast in their own uh, on their own soil. So uh, to come here and win the first test in the, in the manner that we did is uh, pretty special. Your innings was obviously significant to get England back into this. Take me through that innings because first innings, it it was hard going. It it was scratchy and the start of the second was. But the longer you spent at the crease, you could see the timing and the footwork just got more and more confident. Would that be fair? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, having not played in, I think, seven months now, I think I, I probably did have some nerves there. And I had, they were probably there in the second innings as well. And it's not nerves where you can sort of sharpen up here. It's, you need to be pretty clear in how you want to go about scoring runs on these pitches when they're spinning. Um, so you don't you don't want to come in and just defend and look too calm because there's probably going to be a ball with your name on it, especially early. So I wanted to try and sweep and reverse sweep and try and put a bit of pressure back onto the bowler. Um, so I think that I just had the clarity and the mindset and I started sort of executing my shots. I think the way I got it out in the first innings and the way I reacted from a personal point, I was actually really happy with. I was at peace with getting caught and slipped, to be honest. Um, I wanted to cover my inside, cover my pad, cover my stumps. And if I did have a ball that I nicked early on in my innings, I was fine with that. And I think that's what allowed me to sort of bounce back and put in a good performance in the second innings. Talk to me about the preparation in Abu Dhabi. Could you play that innings today without what had happened in Abu Dhabi, you know, roughing up the old wickets, putting sand on? I mean, from what I've heard, the wickets there were so extreme, it was worse than what we would be here to make you almost feel comfortable here. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think so. I think that that's, exa- and that's exactly why we chose to go to Abu Dhabi. I know there was a lot of chat about that before, um, and it's nice to prove some people wrong, but that's not, not my place to say it. Um, but... We've, we've come and trained here for three days and I've not had, really had a ball that spun in the nets, um, which is absolutely fine. You get to feel pretty good as a batter, but the training that we did in Abu Dhabi, the sort of the reverse ramps over the sort of first slip is what I sort of worked on out there and tried to work out and get to face our bowlers as well for a long period in the middle. Um, I think that's probably allowed us and me to go out and execute um, today, having been in a sort of pretty pretty chilled out environment to work on these shots and try these shots and that's exactly what we're about but a dill scoop I mean against world class bowling I mean one of them nearly took your own eyebrows off I mean that's it's confidence in the team and and what they want you to do but also confidence in your own ability yeah, absolutely. Um, and I wouldn't have played that shot again. Look, if I did, if I didn't try it in an open wicket scenario, if you do it in the nets when you haven't got a slip in place, and everyone's just going to go, oh, that looks like it's going to be out. But I sort of worked out the pace that these guys bowl, uh, Aksar and uh, Jadeja. Um, I know they put a lot of pace on the ball, so if I can get my angles right, then I, I will get it over the slips head, and then it's just annoying for the captain if he's got to then move another man around, and that's going to open up a gap there. And I guess that's our mindset. Rather than worrying too much about our defence, is trying to see the scoring opportunity 
opportunities. Is there any disappointment in you that you didn't get the double? Uh, yeah, of, of course. I've, I don't really feel it at the minute. Um, I think as a team, we're not really about the numbers. I, I thought it would be pretty cool to do it in star and annoyingly, <laughs> not annoyingly, Boomer bowled me a slower ball, which is the worst possible ball <laughs> to, uh, playing that ramp shot. But no, not really. I think I was trying to go about it in the right manner. I knew Leach was struggling a bit with his knee, so I, I had in mind I was going to do it, those few balls. Well, as Stokesy just said, I mean, it's a story to tell the kids and the grandkids down the years, wasn't it? Oh, I got bowled by Boomer trying to go on, the, on some reverse lap when I was 196 not out it, not everyone's gonna be able to tell that story yeah exactly I say how'd you get out on 196 it's not a nick off trying to defend at least I've done it in a bit of style but yeah you've got to choose your times I'd spent about an hour thinking about doing that before when Siraj was bowling as well but I thought I'm gonna wait until eight or nine down if I'm still there and it just didn't come off hopefully I'll come off next time just finally I made this point to Ben as well and, and he was keen to stress this four years ago in the Covid series England went one nil up and then lost the next three it's great. We've got to enjoy this moment. It's one of the great test matches of all time. But it's only 1-0 with four more to come, isn't it? It's like now the hard work really starts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we say hard work. We're having a lot of fun out there as well. Of course it's hard work. But, I mean, we've done it probably in a better manner than we did that in that channel. I think when we won that first test, um, that was a, t- a big toss and Ruti played a knock of just a Ruti knock um, but of course look it's a five match series we're, we're going to enjoy this one but we're not going to get ahead of ourselves and we know we've got a big job to do for the next four Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That was Ollie Pope. He made 196. You know, Harmy, not every batsman who plays international cricket uh, is fortunate enough to have a career-defining innings, one that people will always associate them with, like Michael Atherton's um, test match-saving century at the Wanderers against South Africa in 1995. But if you you know you pick your, your favourite batsman, if they are lucky enough, there will be one innings that was so epic um, and so memorable that they will always be associated with it. And and Ollie Pope's 196 is that innings. He has, he's certainly done that. And to do it in a winning cause as well, we talked so much on commentary about what it would mean if England won and what it would mean if England lost. And I think in a winning cause, it just makes it even more special. And 
you go back through time, you mentioned double hundreds. Joe got one last year, last time we came out here. Uh, Mike Gat, I think Mike Gatton and Graham Fowler got double hundreds. He was just short of a double hundreds, but you think of Strauss's 100 in each innings in Chennai when I was playing in that 2008 series. Cook and Peterson came out here and got, they weren't defining hundreds for them, but brilliant hundreds overseas in difficult conditions. I think this is a, I think is a career defining moment, never mind a career defining century. For Ollie Pope, mentioned being vice captain, responsibility of all that. I think he's now cemented his prayers because he was told right at the very start of this, Brendan McCullum, Ben Stokes, you're my number three. Like Jack Leach, you're my number one spinner. You're my number three. If you're fit, you play. And the risk, the reward that they, that Ollie Pope's just given McCullum and Stokes has been repaired with a brilliant, brilliant innings here in Hyderabad. Over 500 years ago, this lake behind us uh, was one of the great, great feats of, of engineering. In 1562, the Hussein Sagar Lake was dug and it provided drinking water for a whole vast community of, of people. Um, and it was, uh, well, I, I wasn't around in 1562. No, 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 don't. But the truth is, when, when Harmi was asked by Rahul Dravid, the Indian coach, where are you staying? And uh, Harmi mentioned uh, the name of our hotel. He went, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lovely lake to look at. It is a lovely lake to look at. It doesn't smell that good, but it is. It's a great sight. The old city behind um, the Parliament buildings, you know, the big statue, like we've seen. Hyderabad's a wonder, wonderful place. As our as our as our tuk tuk driver just throws his rubbish into the lake, so you're definitely not going swimming in it. Ashok, you didn't. He did, he didn't did, he? Yeah. he? Just okay. Well, everyone else does. Um, we got Vishakapatnam next. It's on the coast, apparently great beaches, holiday destination. In all the years I've been coming here, I've never been to Vizag. I'm really excited. I can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. And I, can't, I think England fans will be desperate to get down there. I'm sure the England bowlers will be looking forward to a couple of days off. I'm sure Ben Stokes can't wait to get to the toss and start it all again because the, the momentum that England have got, and I hate that word, you know, the feel-good factor, the confidence that they've got going into that second test, I think they've got to ride that wave big time. It's a travel day tomorrow. We uh, go to Vishakapatnam via Mumbai, a three-hour stopover every day in India. Every travel day is an epic day yeah. in India. To put, it, to put it into context, it's like going from London to Brighton via Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you all about it in the next following on. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast. Now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winners Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 